Okay, here we go. Podcast number four of Shooting the Shite. I'm Ben. That's Alex. Hello, hello. And the title of this podcast shall be... If... if go ahead. Uh, if money is no object, which five cars are you putting in your garage? So you have a top five list and then we'll top five. some honorable mentions honorable after mentions. the fact. Yep. So you're switching it up this time. This time we're starting with the list. We got some feedback from some of our younger listeners <laughs> that uh, we need to just jump right into the list and our selections and uh, save the honorable mentions for after. <laughs> they don't really seem to care. Yeah, so I think this one's going to be interesting. A little bit more excited about this one than the last one for me anyway. Although my uh, theory stands true in that I don't really put a lot of cerebral thinking into these things. I kind of go with my gut. And one thing I did notice when I was doing a little bit of thinking and jotting them down onto my list is, well, one, I'm interested to see what your list is going to be because I think the age gap will play a factor into this somehow. Yeah, I think so. That's possible. And two, all of my cars, it it really doesn't have to anything to do with how much they're worth or or how much power they have or whatever. It's more about the lines. I just like the way cars look. Really? I've never been a car guy. Like, never been to an indie race. Never, you know, ever wanted to have a a, a certain muscle car. You know, have ever that, have that. Well, I mean, I, I you're and to preface this, Ben's father and brother are mechanics, so yes. I'm a little surprised that he's not more of a petrol head, but that's fine. Yeah, but for me, it's just it's how the car looks, the the lines of the car, because and that's fair. That is definitely a part of it. I I don't know if that would be the controlling factor for mine. Like I would never own a um, a Hummer, for example, because it's just too square. Too and boxy. square. Yeah. yeah, I loved those growing up. <clears throat> loved it. Even the the H two, like the smaller version. Less so. I thought you the H one was the, the bad one. The Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you? to pr- like to give some context to that, we were in me and my family were in San Diego, going north and. Um, following us at one point like not following us but you know we happened to see it on the street was a convoy of military humvees and as a kid you know six seven years old seeing a convoy with the guys and the machine guns and everything already some vehicle uh, that had caught my eye and that just really hammered at home that started the infatuation with the oh like dad would bring me to the office and i would go and print pages and pages of just pictures of humvees from yahoo.com <laughs> back in the day like a whole binder just ridiculous stuff and where would that binder be today i don't think i have it anymore but it was at least 200 pages for sure just pictures of all sorts of them but anyway back to it the lines i i sort of understand but i thought there would be more uh of the more reasons well there, I'm, I'm sure they'll get there i'm sure there are other reasons but like uh, yeah i don't want to give it away but anyway we'll get we'll get to that why don't you start us off big shooter all right so if we're going top five number one being my number one pick i'm starting with my fifth okay before my honorable mention so the okay. top five number five for me would be the the Ferrari 308, which is the Magnum PI Ferrari. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And just for that plain reason alone, I think everybody, every every male my age growing up that watched Magnum PI on TV wanted to be Magnum, you know, live in the, mm-hmm. live the in mustache. Hawaii. 
living the uh living the life in the in the mansion so to speak and and driving the ferrari now, i never saw much magnum pi <clears throat> so is he ladies man too i'm absolutely. sure yeah like absolutely gotta go with it yeah he's an ex you know navy marine guy whatever and uh becomes a private investigator and he's his him and his friends are solving crime so to speak but you know he's driving this insane car and uh, this wicked red ferrari yeah yeah so that's my number five okay that's a good good choice and now i didn't write down costs for these like because again that didn't really factor into it although it says if money was no object yeah yeah we're not going for a corolla right but (laughs) there's a certain car out there that we may talk about later that you'd think would be number one on the list because it's considered the bugatti no what is it the maybach it's not on my list i feel like a maybach is not one you are driving it's someone's driving you in and i don't for me i love to drive what do you mean it's not a lamp like a limo or something it, it's not no? like a bentley no oh, okay maybe i've got it confused no a maybach is this uh there was only like 500 of them made or something like that like it's considered like i don't know what it is like five hundred thousand dollars per car so to speak and and um yeah but again it's not about the money for me it's no yeah it's but you're right. I mean, it, if you have any one of those high-end cars in your garage, then it's not your everyday car. You're driving your other cars over the speed bumps of your neighborhood and stuff. I feel like I have a good mix of, yeah, some that you could use every day and then some you're more special just occasions. to go out and it's like a motorcycle it's a nice sunny day i want right. to take my bike go out for and a go for a little ride yeah. all right number five for you number five for me little little boring i guess compared to that but the tesla model x with the gull wings i just think yeah, that thing has some speed uh it's not terribly ugly it's not as bad as the cyber truck that they're building but something to it i mean it can rip it's I don't know if I can even say it's environmentally friendly. If you look up the information on the batteries, we may just be creating another problem, but uh, it's a serious piece of kit. I mean, you can have that thing come to you, I believe. Um, I think they can all pretty much do that now. Yeah, they can. Yeah, because whenever he, the company designs something like that, they just push it out. It's like a software update overnight. You come out the next morning, your car's got this update, and now all of a sudden you can you can summon it, and it'll come to you. And yeah, like and I, I, I want to say that I wouldn't use the self-driving function. I've I, driven a Tesla. Yeah. Um, tried the self-parking thing. I think I can park it faster than it did it on its own, so I, I don't think I'd ever use that. The self-driving, the one I did, it was like the original Type S one. You had to still had have your hands like around the steering wheel, not touching it, but you had to almost be cupping the steering wheel. Hmm. And I think it's gotten better since since then. Where now, you oh, I've just, seen like, people reading newspapers right. and stuff. Right. It's, I, I mean, it kind of goes along with your number one on the other list of hanging out with Elon Musk, right? And, a little uh, bit, but this was my number five choice. I feel like that's one I would be zipping around in most of the time. But back to the lines and stuff, I don't get that other new truck coming out. It looks, the cyber truck? Oh, yeah. No, it looks agreed. retarded to me. Well, it was great, too, when he goes to throw the rock at the window and it... Uh, just smashes oh. it's supposed to be bulletproof or whatever <laughs> and it just yeah look at that ha 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 he just laughs it off yeah so that would be my number five i think that's the one i'm going to be using to get the groceries <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that 
All right, number four for me is a 1977 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am, which, of course, translates to the Smokey and the Bandit car, Trans Am. Mm-hmm. Just love the lines of that, the the nose cone, the little the little um, spoiler at the back, the T-bar sunroof, uh, even the interior I, I kind of really dig with just the, the white ball gear shift. Uh, yep. And a buddy of mine growing up, his older sister was dating a guy that had one. Oh really? And he'd do brake burns and stuff on the street, and it's it's Love just it. your classic muscle car, like. And it, there's something about like a a Mustang, like throaty, right coming out okay. of the coming yeah. out of the. Um, You're two for two on cars driven by guys with mustaches. <laughs> mustache. Mustache. <laughs> I think I think this is <laughs> we're learning more about Ben's facial hair. <laughs> no, not even from November do I do that. Um, yeah, so that's my number four, Pontiac Firebird, 1977. Color? Or does it matter? I, we didn't say color, but... No, but I think with that one, you got to go with the sort of black with the brown. You really want the... the yeah. You really want the Smokey and the Bandit Smokey car. and the Bandit That's car. fine. That's very 80s, but yeah. Was that 80s? Smokey and the Bandit? Maybe uh, 70s, late, yeah, late 70s. 70s, early 80s. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's fair, though. I get it. Um, okay, so that was your number four. Mm-hmm. My number four pick... Getting a little more sporty here. I want the Ford GT50, mm. as seen in Ford v Ferrari. Right. Uh, color scheme, again, because Leafs fan, it's got to be blue with the white stripe. But beyond that, that thing could rip. I'm not gonna take it as fast as you know Kent Miles. What but was the year again? Uh, sometime in the 60s. Oh, so you're going way back. Well, they've updated it. They've remade it and everything. Yeah. So I'll take one of the newer ones, please and thanks. See, that's back in the day when y- if you open the engine monitor of a car, you'd look inside and you could see the ground in some parts mm-hmm. of it, right? Because it was just this big engine block sitting on some, some like, holders. Yeah, like on a chassis. And now you open up an engine and you look inside and you can't see anything except for engine and components mm-hmm. and everything else. Part of the problem with making this list... Is, yeah, okay, money's no object, but am I? how much trouble am I going to get into sure. with some of these cars? And I am going to – I've kept myself in Canada for this whole, mm. you know, synopsis. We don't have the Autobahn or anything. Yeah, well, there's that, and it's shite weather for – Good point. Bloody what? Four months at least. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I think that factored into my – my picks as well because you know you who cares if you have a car that can do 400 kilometers an hour you're stuck you, doing you know how slow that must feel <laughs> doing 100 in some of these cars yeah well like, yeah absolutely i mean i've been in some cars and you step on the gas and you're you're going and you look down and it's like you're doing 150 mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like you're going booting it at all right yeah yeah um Number three for me, an Audi R8. Oh. Just love Audis. No. Have owned Audis. <laughs> He's stolen my pick. Oh, no. Is yeah. That, what this is, is the first time that's happened. Is that your number one pick? No, oh, but okay. it's on the list. Yeah. It made my cut. It's actually, it was going to be my number three or two pick. Yeah. But that's okay. So we'll just, okay, there. It's both of our number three picks. What is it about it for you? The lines. I just love the way it looks. It's very low to the ground. Mm-hmm. It's got that throaty that I love. It like does. I, I had a 750 BMW at one point, and it had that, you step on the gas, and it, and it talked to you, right? And I just love that sound. Mm-hmm. 
that's got that sort of vibration sort of thing and the the r8's got that beautiful car yeah um love the engine at the back when i owned the a4 and the a6 i would take them to the shop to get them you know detailed and and um oil changes and whatnot and i'd always spend a little bit of time in the showroom checking out an r8 knowing i'd never be able to have one Mm. um and i think they might even be coming out with like the e-tron which is an electric one yeah Hmm. would you go full electric (laughs) on it if it's like the Tesla, then yes, because the Tesla is is like super, super massive torque, because it's immediate power to the mm-hmm. wheels, right? There's no build build up, up and stuff, um, and I mean you can't you can't argue with the gas mileage sort of thing. Um, but then you're right. I mean, the trade off of building these massive batteries and then storing them in the ground when they go bad. <laughs> yeah, there's Are some issues just there. Just transferring the the pain and agony to the next generation or something. Yeah, I like the R8. Um, I don't know what it is exactly. Obviously, it can rip. Mm-hmm. You know that. Um, I do love the engine at the back, giving you a push feeling. Um, and I don't know if you've ever driven a sports car before where, like, when you turn the wheel, the car automatically responds and you don't feel any slide or anything. It's like, if I want to make this lane change and I do it right now, it's boom, boom, and you're over. It's mm-hmm. not, there's no, uh, you know, especially if you're in a high truck or something to, to sort of give the contrast of what I'm saying. If you're in a high truck and you turn, it kind of feel a bit of a sway it, it or it, it leans, you know what I mean? Like it, it, the, if I'm going from left to right, it will, the right side will pick up a little bit as you pull into the right, if you know what I mean, there's mm-hmm. some, some sway to it. When you're driving these things that hug the road, no, yeah, no you no. just turn and it goes over, and it's it's that feeling too. Yeah, yeah. So you're putting that as your number three. As that well. is actually my number three pick. That's crazy ironic, crazy <laughs> considering the age gap and all the, you know, the thought about the lines, which I didn't put too much thought into the lines. Overall look, yeah, but the the lines, no, I, I didn't really think of that. That's the designers live for that. Yeah, but there's plenty of what a lot of people would consider classic, say, muscle cars out there. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a big. um, I'm uh, surprised you haven't put one of those on the list. Maybe it'll be up there, but well, the the '77 Firebird is kind of like that. Kind of, kind of like that. Um, But the like, um, what do you call it? The El Camino. Like the car that's got the, the pickup truck, the pickup truck in the back. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. It's just no, the yeah, lines don't work for me. Well, maybe if you were a surfer in Cali <laughs> or something, that might be maybe more appropriate. But I see your point. So I guess the ball flips back to you again. You get to make your second pick. Second for me is the Tesla Type S, the original four door coupe sort of thing. Um, Sedan. But yeah. Coupe is a two door. For the listeners at home, that oh, might sedan. Not, okay, might not be as. See, I'm not a car guy. Uh, I watch a lot of <laughs> Top Gear. Well, now what's it called? Whatever the show they're on now. I don't know. The British guys that were on Top Gear, and they left Top Gear when Clarkson got fired. No idea. Oh. but I watch their other show. It's on Amazon Prime. Hmm. A little free plug for them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just the whole thing about it, um, you know, the the updates coming through the 
satellite airwaves, the, the massive iPad kind of screen in the in the mm-hmm. middle that just controls everything. You can play games on that thing. Like if yeah. you're in getting groceries or something and your teenager doesn't want to go in, they can start putting racing games on that and stuff like that. You can surf the internet on the damn thing. Yeah, you could do more nefarious things. You can drive down the road going forward and turn on the backup camera just to see who's behind you coming up quickly or whatnot. Like, it, I mean, I'm just knocking off a couple of small little things about it, but the right. torque, the speed, the um, the power, like you, you step on the gas and you're going, you're sinking into your seat. Um, and quickly too, like it's you know zero to hundred and three point eight or something. It's 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 speedy, uh, and it, like the, just the ingenious of of him. So I remember reading an article once where somebody said, "Hey, um, I'm having a problem because when they say go to the um, s- the supermarket and they plug their Tesla in to charge while they're inside um, getting groceries, some people plug it in and they go into a mall and then they're in there like for four hours and all of the the charging stations are taken. So when you show up with your Tesla, there's nowhere to plug it in. So mm-hmm. a guy tweets out to Elon and says, hey, can you do something about this? And first he goes, yeah, what we're thinking about is it, it's so much per per kilowatt hour or whatever to charge up your car. It's like 12 cents or whatever, right? So once it gets full, if they don't come and unplug it and move it, we're going to charge them an additional fee on top of that. Hmm. So great. And then the next day he goes, hey, no, wait, better. The car is going to unplug itself. It's going to go and find a parking spot. And then when you're ready, you summon it, and it'll come to where you are at gate five or whatever. Oh, wow. I'm like, he's Iron Man. Like, it's ingenious. And that's just tipping the iceberg for him of what they're doing right now. So, so yeah, Tesla Type S. Yeah, I figured the SUV just has a little more space. Okay, so this next one, kind of off the board, it's called the Rizvani Tank. It's an armored SUV. <laughs> it's an SUV. <laughs> oh my god! What? That's like fine. With cannons on it and everything. No, 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 <laughs> it's no, a no. Tank. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It's called the Rizvani Tank. Uh, I get. I know. I understand where you're coming from, but it's really just an armored uh, SUV. It's, uh, I'm sure it has bulletproof glass, all the, you know, all the bells and whistles. It's not an attack vehicle. It's think more like what a celebrity would want if they're, you know, they don't want to be attacked. Like El, El Chapo or something? Would yeah, you? you're not going on the offensive. And but you're, why are you putting yourself into this category? I just or? thought that'd be badass. Have you ever heard of a bug out vehicle? No. So that's in case we do hit apocalyptic times. There is a zombie takeover whatever it is mm-hmm. dystopian we world right now with corona is that's another episode for <laughs> another day but um i just think that'd be really cool to have uh it's probably not one i'd use all the time but uh like really i think the tesla is going to be my go-to daily this one is nice to have you'd take it out i'm sure in the winter and stuff like that well, isn't it or wouldn't it be very similar then to the um to the Hummer like kind of I guess if I could maybe yeah yeah maybe the Hummer H1 and just get it all bulletproof but no this one looks cooler it's uh more like a Ford Bronco in that sense it's only a two door mm. I believe it's a little more compact but uh um, where did you discover this beast of a vehicle uh, the internet then <laughs> like you just looked up 
armored vehicles. Yeah, yeah, I was looking because I know like Magna up up the road there in Aurora, they make armored vehicles, and I just thought, you know what, if money was no option, yeah, I would want one. Any idea how much one of those costs? Two hundred grand, really, give or take. And I mean, have you ever seen one live, like in person? No, but I did like the look of it. Um, you could pull it up on. Oh yeah, I'll do that later. Well, yeah, that's we're not that sophisticated yet. We're, we're yeah, combining we're still, video and audio here. Yeah, ideally, this channel. is where Joe Rogan would say, "Jamie, pull that up. Pull, <laughs> show us that, so we can." Oh, yeah, Mr. Producer over there. Yeah, they're no producer. Um, but no, I just thought that'd be really cool to have. Um, you could take any SUV or car and have it armored, but this one's already designed for it. The horsepower on it's crazy. It's it's a beast of a machine, really. Gas guzzler, I assume. Oh, it's got to yeah. be heavy as hell. I'm right? sure, yeah. I'm sure. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I would take it. Any idea the size of the engine there? Or? Uh, I will pull up the statistics, but one of the things I thought was really neat when I was looking into it was it had, like, EMP protection. Oh. So if there was an electromagnetic pulse, yeah. then yeah. that wiped everything out, like in... Uh, Snake Plissken movie. There's a Escape from L.A. Oh. Well, they also have that in The Matrix and stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No. Um, so they get rid of the Sentinels. So basically, it has a 6.2 liter supercharged V8 from the Dodge Demon. Ooh. Yeah. Further tuned to over 1,000 horsepower. And, you know, since money's no object, we're going with that. We're not going to bother with the 500 and 300 horsepower <laughs> variants. That's just simply not enough. Have you um, ever seen cribs? When I they have. show you the whips and everything, they, like they're opening up. I'm showing Ben a photo of oh, the car. Well, that is badass. It does look pretty badass. Not a, not a, a, a like I, had, I didn't think it looked like that at all. That's Thermal night I, vision, sport tuned suspension. It's got some tight lines. It looks futuristic. It kind of looks like the truck from Tango and Cash that they had at the end of that movie. You've never seen Tango. What? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, well, that's a classic for you. But it comes with high-intensity LED lighting, so if you're out in the bush, or again, like I, I'm choosing this essentially as my bug-out vehicle mm -hmm. to get, like, we're there's trouble. Get us out of here. This is what I'm going to have. Or you just want to go up to the Badlands or something and do some dune buggying and stuff. Yeah, one, we'll get to it in the honorable mentions, but... <laughs> Yeah, there is one one truck that I would consider. Anyway, that was my number two pick. Again, I know it's a bit of a wild card. It caught Ben by surprise, but that's just how the younger crowd thinks. I'm sure that other people would have, so if not that, something similar. I think I can't be the only one. There's some preppers out there that uh, would. I, 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 in pretty much all aspects of life, I think of myself as being your average Joe. Yeah, but I can, I can confidently say that probably anybody listening to this is not going to have any of my picks. Because I'm going just by based on the Smokey and the Bandit car and the Magnum PI car, maybe the R8. Maybe we're too vanilla. I mean, the R8s. Well, if you said to basic. anybody else, we could have picked the Veyron. We could have picked hey, whatever you want. Yeah. If you if money was no object, what mm -hmm. car would you want? I mean, why would anybody pick a friggin' uh, a night Ferrari three hundred eight? The one that Magnum PI drives. Like, why would you pick that? Hmm. Only for me, just because it's nostalgia. I like the lines. I don't need a car that's going to, like, go 600 kilometers an hour because I'll 
you know, where am I going to go that I'm going to get away with that? Yeah. DR8 can probably push. Oh, I can go. That's what One of my honorable mentions, I, I went really fast in that car. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. But I also knew if a dog was to run out in front of me and I just went like, oh, my God, I would have been dead. Hmm. <clears throat> Could have been the road I was on, too, right? Not in, not in the middle of a 401 or something. Like right. That. Okay, so that was my number two pick. We're on to the big announcement. What's your <laughs> number one? Can you guess it? Take a guess. Ooh, you're hard guy to read. Um, is it German? No. That doesn't help then. Um, is it Italian? No. Okay. Uh, Ford Mustang. No. What is it? Nineteen eighty-two Pontiac Trans Am. That's the. Isn't that the same as the other one? It's the exact same, but this is the one that was Kit from Knight Rider. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the lines on that thing. What man. a guy, ladies and gentlemen. And what it, a guy. He just, uses two picks on the same both car. Both of them are the same car, yeah. Except one has a computer in it that can... <laughs> no, but the lines as well. Like, again, the 77's more boxy, if you will. It's got the rounded, squared headlights at the front, two of them side by side. Mm-hmm. It's got the little... The little um, what did I call it? The little fin at the back, like the little raised uh, part of the trunk built in. And then this this new one's got the, or new, but the newer, the 1982, it's got the pop-up headlights. I don't necessarily need the red in the front of it, like in kit. Yeah. Or the interior, either. It comes with the computer, I'm guessing. Well, okay, well, if, if we're saying the kit you car, You might then as well. Like, you might as well <laughs> okay. go all out, And it man. speaks to you and everything, and it's got turbo. And, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's okay. got the TVs in it, and he could call it on his watch. Cut kit. It was the the Tesla before it was Tesla. The Tesla before Tesla. Maybe that's where he got it. Could have been. That's cool. Could have been. I like it. I mean, I think it's. I would have ditched the other one, maybe, but. And I think it like you know they would have had many for the show, of course, because they're jumping them and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. the one that I think Hasselhoff owned or something recently sold within the last year at an auction for like a hundred and ten grand or something. Hmm. So it's not a, a lot of money, but not, not. Yeah, it's not crazy. No. I, and I'm just throwing a number out here. Like I remember thinking at the time, like, geez, that's not a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Is for me, of course. But I'm like, hmm, I thought it would have got more than. Oh, that's a drop in some yeah. oil baron's bucket. Yeah. So, number one for you. The number one pick for me is a bit of a nostalgia. I love the movie. I, well, it's not a great movie. Bullet. Close. I think it was inspi- definitely inspired by Bullet. Gone in 60 Seconds oh. is the movie. So I never watched those. The car is a 1967 Shelby GT Mustang. I love Shelby. He put uh, you know, his heart and soul into the cars. And this thing just looked badass. Eleanor was the name of the car in the movie. They had All the cars had different names, so the cops couldn't really trace them. But I get this confused though. Gone in sixty seconds was the one they had to steal so many cars in a weekend or something. Yeah. But that's not the Fast and the Furious no. uh sequences there. The, no, the series no, no. Okay. So maybe I did see Gone in Sixty Seconds. Nick Cage, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Hmm. Beautiful car and it's there's a history to it with him, like he's tried to steal it before or something and it's okay. caused problems and it's a beautiful car. And, and that's the one that's got the actual Cobra insignia in the grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be, that would be my, you want, like, you're talking about purring engines. Mm-hmm. That one would just be 
Very throaty. The 2001 Ford Mustang made my honorable mentions. Like when they brought it back? Je- well, just the the Ford Mustang has been around since 64, yeah. right? Um, but there was just something about the 2001 model. It's got on the engine that little raised portion where it let, lets air come into it. So this it. is before they brought back the old body style. Right. Yeah. Mm. And it's got down the side. Uh, so it's a two door. And then down just behind the two doors or the door on each side of the car, it's got these another little air intake. Yeah. And the wheels look like they're outset just slightly from the body it okay. just had these i don't know what it was i just looked at it and it spoke to me yeah. Yeah. and i'll even keep the same color from the movie the it was no 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 it was gray and black racing stripe mm. like gunmetal gray or something just a beautiful car yeah shame what happens to it in the movie but uh <laughs> yeah no I, so that one would be my nice weekend cruiser but i like they, i don't find um say honda i don't find fords on the inside to be no it's probably boring it's like turn knobs and flip switches like it just it's not that's i'm, I'm buying it for the driving the experience. lines on the outside i dig i get right away yeah. the inside of it, it's like oh this this could have been done a lot better yeah yeah um all right i'll go backwards on my honorable mentions then number 10 for me was an austin martin 177 which is a relatively new car um but just again, the Austin Martin. I don't know what it is about it. It's, it's got this. It looks like anyway. It's got this really long front end, this mm. long engine bonnet, and then you're sitting in a two seater with this small, sort of trunk space behind you. But that's where the engine is, um, and you know, James Bond and the, <laughs> in, the interior of it's all like. We're stitched. influenced by movies, by absolutely, the, by the sounds of it. Oh, absolutely. Well. I guess the GT, it just that's history. Like it was that movie I was talking about was just sure. it happened, but the Gone in sixty seconds car being the number one. Well, two of my choice. top five were from movies. Smoking the Bandit, and, well, not movies, but Smoking the Bandit and Kit from yeah. Oh, and so was the the Ferrari from Magna PI. So, so three, three out of the five. That's because yeah. I was watching them on TV growing up. Yep. So my first honorable mention, as you already heard, uh, the Hummer H1. I I couldn't really decide. Like, I'd flip a coin, but I think I would just take the slant back, which mm. is really like the military model. Um, I remember watching videos of that thing being able to climb just stupid terrain. And it's just but now again, there's going to this corner store to get a loaf of bread. You're not going to take this puppy. Out. Like, yeah. Why? This would be the Badlands. This one you're taking up camping on the weekend. Yeah, that would be great. We're going to Crown Land and I'll find this campsite yeah. in yeah. the bush. I used to play slow pitch men's slow pitch ball with a guy and uh, he was just a Jeep fanatic. He always had Jeeps mm. and his license plate was called. It said go over it, but not spelled out altogether. It was, you know. Yeah. A play on words. Uh, and he'd take that somewhere. I think he lived up around Keswick area. And he'd take it somewhere on the weekends and come home and there'd be like mud caked inside the inner rim. And, you know, it took him hours to spray down the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. But his main goal was to go out and try to get it stuck because he'd be out with other they'd winch it uh, out. other guys and they'd, they'd help each other get out of tight binds and stuff like that. But Yeah, no, that's... That's it. what you're using those vehicles for. Yeah, no, that's not a... Uh not something you're going to the grocery store yeah. with. Uh, number nine for me. <laughs> Again, I, okay, now I see a pattern here, but... <laughs> it's from a movie? From a movie. Yeah. A DeLorean. 
the DeLorean. Stainless steel, never rust. It's got some. Is it stainless? Yeah. Shut yeah. The that was that was the whole purpose of the thing. God damn. Yeah. That's hilarious. And I mean the history of it, right? So the the, the DeLorean, whatever his name was, John DeLorean or whatever, yeah. he was a former uh, guy of GM, got very high up in the company and decided he wanted to go out and build his own car that w- could compete with uh, the uh, the Corvette and stuff like that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so he worked on that, but it ended up sort of costing more than he had originally thought, and there was only so many of them made. And but the the, the you know the wings open doors yeah, and and the, uh, wings. the lines of it again. Like even take all that crap off it that Doc Brown had yeah, tacked yeah. onto it in the movie, but just uh, I don't. Know. It's super eighties. Just love it. That's great, Marty. <laughs> love it. Oh man, uh, that's fair. I. That was a kind of polarizing car back in the day. You yeah. loved it or you hated it, I think. There's not much middle ground. Well, it was kind of considered a, a failure of a car, right? So there's that. And then they kind of make fun of it in the movie where it stalls constantly. And, and I guess they were known for that. So mm, Okay. <clears throat> so I didn't know that history of it. Uh, my next honorable mention, the Lamborghini Countach. Mm course that would be on there somewhere for somebody right it has to be how could it not like it screams douche i mean i'm a i'm a short guy yeah and i've sat in like a newer style corvette as well as the old ones like the one from boogie nights that kind of mm-hmm. right and I, I find it really hard in those sort of low riding bucket seat cars to see over the steering wheel <laughs> right so i i would just think about the same thing with a lamborghini the lines and everything are cool. It's a power car. It's very low to the ground. Probably have a lot of fun in it. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think I'd, I'd get in, into an accident eventually. I would be pulling out of a parking lot and grind it over a meridian or something. like Median. A median, yeah. Like the corner of whatever. And I just, okay. you know, like the, the visual lines in that are tough for me. That's That's fair. I don't know. I just like it. I think, you know, back in the day, that was very... Very sexy car. It could rip. Yeah. Has the power. Love the big, thick back wheels. Wide, I guess, would be the right phrase. You but can afford a car like that. You can afford to put the gas in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it did not get good gas mileage. Mm-hmm. That would be, again, just one you go out in the weekend and <coughs> go for a rip. Uh, my next honorable mention, and I still love this car today. If I had you know extra cash sitting in my pocket i would buy one of these just to have it in in my collection and it's it for me would be one of those take it out on a warm summer afternoon and just take it on a nice country road is a pontiac fiero hmm uh i don't know why but again the lines um two-seater mid-engine sort of their their um pontiac's attempt to a smaller affordable sports car uh, only made them for five years, 83 to 88. Um, and I was pretty close to buying one at one time. Took it, took a few for a little test drive and stuff like that, but plastic, right? So really metal frame, but all the, all the body was, all plastic. the body's plastic. So again, doesn't really, and you still find them today, like a 1984 Pontiac no Fiero might be a little hard to get parts, but those Pontiac parts are pretty, pretty interchangeable. Like it's. You know, you're not you're not searching high and low for for some things or a lot of it anyway. But um, and you can actually buy a kit for that, so you can turn it into 
uh, a Ferrari. Oh, really? Yeah, like get a little Ferrari kit and take the plastic take the body plastic off. Take the plastic body off and swap plastic, it over yeah. to the... So it would almost become like my my uh, Ferrari 308. 308 that was from Magnum. Yeah. For a fraction of the price. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Just love it. The Fiaro. Well, my next pick, uh, again, going back to Shelby, would be the Shelby GT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I that was in a film, and that is probably the first time I saw it was in Bad Boys, right? Uh, the first one, and the bad guy is driving it, and that was a nice car. And that's again, it's not one you're going out for groceries in, but a beautiful summer day. You could stretch it out into spring, maybe fall, because there's no roof. It's like a race car essentially, and. Yeah, just go. I think my cousin might have one of those. Come on. I'm going to go back here and just look at an old photo. Here. Yeah, the two ra- the two rounded lights. The There's like a, a guard behind the driver's head so you don't snap your that, yeah, neck. That, okay, i got to find this now because that's... It's like a... All, not a roll cage because it's not. I know. But if you flip it... Hmm. Yeah, find it after. Yeah, yeah, I'll find it later. All right. Um, the other honorable mention for me is the Dodge Stealth. Dodge Stealth, what's that? Um, again, they made it from 91 to 96, so very short uh, span. Um, you've seen them around today. It's got this very big wing in the back, like not up in the air, but it's very wide and flat that goes around the back. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I had a friend in uh, back home. His grandmother was dating <laughs> this this guy, old retired guy, and he had this Dodge Stealth, and he let us take it out. And uh, just so fun to drive because it's uh, it's very wide, so it grips the road great. But it's got high profile tires on it, six yeah. speed. Um, okay. You know, okay. Probably a six cylinder car, like not a big muscle car engine or anything like that. But it was just sort of built no it was a serious performance car with a wide gulf you're looking it up there now i am yeah yeah, yeah. um and again there was a few of them because they every year they sort of tweak it and make some changes to it but there was one just the lines on it i just loved i i loved how it looked and uh yep we we take that car out for an afternoon and blast some aerosmith and (laughs) had a great sound system in it and yeah, that's a good point. I don't know what the sound system in it. I'm sure the new Ford GT50 would be all right. Oh. And uh, but a Shelby GT, like you might just, you might not even have a radio. Just you and the road. Odd, but I, I do like to drive. Hmm. I hate traffic, but I like to drive. So yeah. So yeah, I, and you maybe the years that you were growing up, and also maybe the location. But for me, uh. You know, a Friday and a Saturday night was basically driving up and down the strip and pulling into a McDonald's and seeing who's there and talking to them and then going down. And and that was basically like there's a movie um, called American Graffiti. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Similar. It's like a night. Everything takes place in one night and it's just them driving around in their cars and guys wanting to race each other and stuff like that. And uh, even with that, though, I'm not like a massive gearhead, but. You want something that's catching people's eye and you want you want a little bit of power and you want to have, you know, a, a car that's fun to drive and sound system back then. You had a radio. 
I mean, I can remember going to Radio Shack and buying a kit that I could plug a cassette tape into my cassette that had a, a, a cable coming off of it that would connect into a CD player, a single right. CD player. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you put it on the floor, and if you ever hit a bump, the CD would jump and, like, but that was amazing at the time. Gonna skip. Because <laughs> we went from a radio to, I remember my parents having uh, an 8-track. Yeah. And then we got a, a, a converter that you would take a cassette tape, click it into an 8-track type style device, Cartridge, plug yeah. that into the 8-track to play a cassette. cassette, and then and then they started putting CD players yeah. in cars, and now CDs it's Bluetooth and, game. like... But you're right. Like back then, you're just listening to the radio. You're in your own. Do they even bring? Do they make cars with CD players <coughs> anymore, or is it done? Everything's uh, Bluetooth now. You're right. Yeah, because Lorena's got a 2019, and I don't think it's got a CD player in it. That's crazy to think. Yeah. But yeah, ch- times change. Okay. Well, my next pick is actually a Dodge Defend. Or no, sorry, not Dodge. Um, range Land Rover, Land Rover Defender. Sorry, oh. God, marbles in my mouth. Come on, Land uh, Land Rover Defender. It's a four door SUV. Pretty pretty kick ass. The new one, so it's the very very sort of small yeah, I'm fine back with window. That. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really nice. Hmm. And uh, I, and that's an everyday car. Like I, I play hockey with a guy. Do, that, you could that do that, that one vehicle. more on an everyday basis. Yeah. yeah, throw your clubs in the back and. Now we're talking. And go golfing. And, hmm. Curious. Yeah. I mean, you could beef it up and make it, again, a bug-out vehicle. But anyway. Funny there's no... Did we say cars? Like, it was specific cars. If yeah. there's no object, what cars would you choose? Nobody said any motorcycles. or I thought you were going to have, like, a pickup truck of some sort on there. Well, my <laughs> my last honorable mention. We'll get there. You, I think you're up, or are you out of no, pick? No, that's that's my ten. Yeah. Oh well, my last honorable mention is a Ford Raptor, which is kind of like a, it's a pickup truck, that's got like really crazy suspension, so you could do Jack like off roading hmm. galore with that. Like right. they've and fast, not yeah. just like oh we can crawl over things like the Hummer might and stuff. Are those like the ones that. they use in kind of kind of those like Baja races and right. stuff. And I they would can imagine. do the jumps and yeah. they've got the really they've got really suspension. high suspension. Right, right. So that would be my last honorable mention. But again, not for driving around the neighborhood. Like no, that's just you know I love the outdoors and there's something cool about just having. Why something the hell were you not like a cowboy or something? Why were you not born in Alberta and you're you're. I don't know. Out in out in the wilderness all day just, with your dog and just your, your the, the the way she goes, the <laughs> way the cookie crumbles. Hmm. Out there, you know, drilling your fence your fence posts and and putting up barbed wire and doing all that. Hard it's a shame. Cut. It's a shame. I do. Yeah, I don't know if I was a lumberjack in another life or something, but sometimes, huh? like I went to North Carolina and it's never too late. Built up the fire pit, dug it all out, built up a new fire pit, bought a bow saw, went into the ravine behind my cousin's house, cut down some trees that were dead, brought them back, like dragged them there, sawed them up, and had a big fire. Happy New Year's. Cooked those. Loved it. Hmm. But yeah, that's a good list. I'm sure you know people are going to disagree with it. That's fine. I mean, there's so many cars to choose from. Yeah. Maybe we were... A little too pragmatic at some points, but 
you have to be i think you have to be a little pragmatic like yeah it's cool to have the veyron and stuff like that but going back to what we said we live in canada i don't need a million speeding tickets and my license revoked (laughs) and or worse you know you crash one of those things at high speed it's it's happened uh james dean yeah tim horton yeah things happen yeah yeah no one picked that car what was that the the porsche right for james dean wasn't it It porsche for both of them i thought maybe yeah yeah spider yeah something about a spider seems familiar all right. Well, um, I'm just trying to look here to see what uh, we do. We agree on our next one at all? Seventh. Oh, really? So number five. I don't have it on my list, so I think that means we're s- we need to pick. You're hearing it live. <coughs> and I don't know if I added some of the other recent topics to this list. That's okay. We had a, a plethora. A plethora. You can pick. Okay. So. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this one. Uh, okay, well, you, this is one of yours, so I don't. You explain it better than I am, but a Japanese vending machine. Oh, goody! So, um, for our listeners in the know, Japan very vending machine uh, advanced or advanced with their vending machines. You can purchase almost anything. So this one's going to need some research. Uh, for sure, but the the quality of the stuff you can get in vending machines in Japan is second to none from what I've heard. So it's our job now to begin researching and finding out what are some of the craziest, coolest things you can do uh, and purchase from vending machines in Japan. Again, being so advanced. So have top five and then some honorable mentions. I think we'll narrow it down to a three, three okay. pack. Let's just see so, what we can find. All right. Because I feel like we might overlap. But uh, I've, you know, to put it in perspective, in Canada, you can get soda, you can get chips and chocolate bars, stuff like that. I'm sure you might find the odd cool thing. I know they opened a, a pizza vending machine over here around the corner, but reviews have not been very positive so looking forward to this japanese episode yeah very good okay that's ben i'm alex and we've been 